Welcome to Beyond the Kessel Run, your Run Disney Galaxy broadcast. And hi, I'm still the Kessel Runner. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 11, Being Run Disney Weatherwise, part one. Now, the weather can really impact our races. And, you know, we're kind of at the mercy of Mother Nature. And the Florida weather and the California weather can be so different that I decided to break um, being weather-wise into two parts. And we're going to do Walt Disney World this week and next week, um, California. So Walt Disney World is a unique place to run because of the constant heat and humidity throughout the year. And even though I train in coastal Mississippi, which is very similar in climate, race day can come pretty hard sometimes for me. Um, at the Star Wars Dark Side last year, just as an example, we all knew it was going to be warm because it was a warm April. It was warm at home. And we... Um, we planned our costume and really not thinking about um, was it going to be too much. We just really ran out of time to test it. So we got there and, you know, the 5K was fine and we ran the 10K on Saturday and it was really warm that day. But we had really comfortable running clothes. They were just dry fit material, um, you know, Under Armour and some other brands make some really cute charactery or costumey kind of shirts. So that's what we had on. And so it was really comfortable running in and it, it absorbed all the sweat and we were able to cool off. But um, Sunday came and we were getting ready and it was hot and heavy air just even in the resort room so we knew we had comfortable dry fit underneath our costume but you know we were going to have those layers on top and we knew from experience that we just had to ditch the costume we were uncomfortable in the room and we wanted to finish strong we wanted to feel good and you know and that's our goal for any races that you want to finish strong. And that's what I want for you. And that's why I feel like being weather-wise is a really good topic to talk about. So, and let's look at Florida just in general and why it's such a formidable race foe. So, you know, where there's heat, there's gonna be humidity. When it rains, it doesn't just rain, it pours. And when there's thunder, there's always gonna be this like severe lightning. And you know that you've been at Walt Disney World at all, those afternoon thunderstorms can just shut everything down. And during the racing months of January, February, April, or November, although the historical rainfall is low, those are transition months. So you can have uh, fronts that are coming through Florida, and they can bring violent weather or just severe weather changes from hot one day to freezing cold the next. And the humidity is another problem there because humidity can affect your ability to cool yourself off. Um, you know, the more moisture is, that's in the air, it's harder for your body to evaporate the sweat. And so for me, those morning where, mornings where it's warm and foggy, I feel like someone's standing on my chest. It's just really hard to breathe. And so if you don't live in a climate like Florida, or even if you're like me who trains in humid weather, you know, you still have to prepare for it. So I kind of have six Five tips to being weather-wise. Uh, the first one is to know the average <clears throat> temperatures and humidity going into your race. So in January for the Walt Disney World Marathon, the average temperature is 71 degrees at a high and a 50 as a low. The humidity is 84%. That's pretty high, but it gets worse. 
In February, for the Princess Half Marathon, the um, humidity can be 87%, with a high of 73 and a low of 53. In April, this is the Star Wars race, it, the humidity is 87% average, with a high of 82. Now, that's pretty hard to beat with that high humidity and a 62 low. And the wine and dine is still pretty high humidity. It's all the way up to 89% with an average high of 78 and a low of 60. So you can see that you definitely have to put those humidity and temperatures in consideration when you start to train. And this just gives you a starting point for thinking about your costume and your running outfit and trying to keep it cool. Um, your next tip for being weather-wise is to look 10 days out before you leave for the race. And what you're doing here is you're just looking for some unexpected changes coming, like they're forecasting this cold front to come through. You know, it's really hot right now. On Saturday, the high is expected to be 80, but Sunday, the high is expected to be 50. You know, and that can really impact. Um, so one year, for, this, this happened to us one year, for example, we were at the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend, and our winter has been really mild. It was actually even hot. Because, you know, sometimes in our area, we can even wear shorts for Christmas. So it's very common. But the week we were getting ready to leave for the Walt Disney World Marathon, a very, very, very cold front was coming through. And South Mississippi was dipping into the low teens for a high. And that was heading to Florida. So we knew we had no plans for layers. And um, we knew our ears needed to be covered, our face. We needed protection for that 3.30 in the morning walk to the crowds. So we bought extra clothes and layers that we needed. And we were so lucky that we planned on it that we were actually, you know, looking ahead because others that were there were scavenging the expo for anything warm. And some had to run in what they brought, which was pretty much just a, you know, a sleeveless running top. And we actually ran in sleet that year. So I was so glad that I came prepared. So be sure and check the weather at least 10 days out so you can be prepared too. Um, my third tip is just to be adaptable. You know, just like when we had to ditch our costumes um, for the Star Wars race, you need to have a plan B. Always have a plan B. Um, especially for your costumes. And just keep that in mind. So maybe um, Anna doesn't wear her cape if it's too hot, or she does wear a cape if it's cold, or maybe Donald needs to be in shorts instead of pants. You know, just kind of think in those terms. Um, pack a long sleeve shirt instead of a short sleeve shirt. When I went to the Disneyland Paris race, I had two sets of shirts. I was mini, so I had a short sleeve top and I had a long sleeve top and it just so happened that while we were there a cold front came through and it was really windy and chilly and so I needed actually both the short sleeve and the long sleeve to keep warm and so just be adaptable be ready to change and hydrate the best way to beat the heat and humidity in Florida is to hydrate um, I've said this before to drink the night before getting up and drinking the day of the race is is just too late you need to build your body up with electrolytes and fluids so if it's hot or you feel like you're going to be hot, be sure to drink that big glass of Powerade or Gatorade the night before and that way you'll be up and ready to be your best. Now my tip number five is for the crowds. Um, 
you know, the weather, the temperature tends to drop right before sunup when you're standing there in the corral. And you can get kind of chilly. I mean, even if it's a reasonable temperature, sometimes I get chilly. And so what you want to do is just bring something to cover up in that you can just trash. And it's okay to throw it on the side. Disney will pick it up. But it is important for your muscles not to get cold. So I always kind of like to plan to stay warm in the corral, you know, because we do have those mornings where it can be lows in the 50s. And even though you heat up as you run, you want to stay warm in the corral. So those are just my five simple steps for being weatherwise in Florida. Know the average weather, look 10 days before you leave, be adaptable, hydrate, and plan for your corral. You know, a run Disney race for me is all about experiencing the race, and that's all of it. And that means, you know, experiencing the weather too. It all builds this story that you're going to tell later, just like my experiences with running in sleet or, you know, getting too hot and, and having to, you know, dump my costume. And remember, um, this year, the Walt Disney World weekend was hit by lightning. And even though everyone was very disappointed, you know, they kept their spirits up. And some of them ran that day when the sun came up and some ran their um, half marathon when they got home. You know, they earned their medal anyway. And it's all about, you know, keeping that positive attitude regardless of what Mother Nature sends your way. And, you know, I just want you to look forward to your race and be prepared for it and just be weather-wise. So that's about um, it for being weather-wise in Florida. Remember that next week we're going to talk about being weather-wise in California. If you love my podcast, be sure and subscribe and tell your friends because I love you being here every week. Um, you can get in touch with me on Facebook at The Kessel Runner. My blog is www.kesselrunner.com. Click on podcast and you will have your information for today's podcast under uh, episode 11. If you have any questions, just shoot them to me at my email address, kesselrunner77 at gmail.com. And until then, that's all from my Run Disney Galaxy. May the Force be with you.